0: Nintendo employees we have a an important deadline coming up it's the launch of the Nintendo 64 and we know that PlayStation we know that Saturn they've, they've all got the jump on us so when we drop this system it has to be a big drop it has to be a meteor meteor meteoric uh, we, like the asteroid that killed the dino- dinosaurs style drop
1: you said it right. boss. Yeah. So
0: so here's what we need. Every Nintendo system has a gimmick. It's got that hook that people talk about. And for the N64, a cartridge-based system here in the late 90s, we're going to need a controller that stands out from the rest. So I want to hear your ideas. I want to hear what you think we should do for the N64 controller. And remember, we got four ports on the front of yes. the system. So See,
2: I love love that idea. Love the love four player games being standardized. I think that's great. Look, yeah. we know that 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 Miyamoto Miyamoto son uh is designing uh Mario 64 around analog controls. So this thing has to have an analog stick. We can say yes. there's a baseline. Has yeah. to have yeah. an analog stick.
0: Analog stick, right, definitely. Great. Definitely.
2: But there's still going to be games that use a D-pad. So I think we should throw a D-pad on there too.
0: Okay, so so a D-pad and an analog stick. D-pad and look,
2: this is this is Nintendo's innovation. This will be the okay. first controller that it has both. And 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 you know what my where I'd go from there is that they should be nowhere near each other. What? Yeah. They should be on, like completely different parts of the controller.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good idea and you know, while we're while we're talking about like lo- like button logistics, let's talk form factor, right? Mm. Because thinking about what we've been working with recently. Um, the the NES, rectangular, there's a D-pad, mm-hmm. two buttons. Makes sense. Sure. Yeah. SNES, sort of similar form factor, similar shape, rounded, right? Yeah. D-pad, yeah. I think there's ergonomic. four buttons there. Or sure. ergonomic. yeah, buttons. ergonomics. Ergonomics yeah. a good word, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. A good word to throw in the fucking trash. I think this needs I'm to so- be a fucked up shape. Yeah, I think that's a great point.
0: OK, I've I I clearly made a mistake by saying at the top of this uh, meeting, you know, on the on the invitation, on the memo that was passed around the office, that every idea that you guys gave me had to be accepted by the company. I'm regretting that now. Uh, for clarity's sake, you said the D-pad wasn't going to be anywhere near the analog stick. So are you expecting them to be on opposite sides of the controller, like one on the left and one on the right?
2: I wouldn't go that far. It's more that you know they're kind of you can't use the the same thumb to reach both of them at once. Yeah. So maybe like one is on one part. You know what? I I, I don't want to draw everyone's attention to this mood board I've created uh, okay. just for what the con the the controller could feel like. As we uh-huh. see on here, I have Poseidon's trident. Uh, I think yeah. that's a good good sort of. That's That's really good baseline for entry for what this thing should feel like. Yeah. So you
0: you want a non ergonomic trident where the analog stick and the D pad are nowhere near each other. Yeah, and Uh, like a hole in the back. A hole? A what?
1: Like a like a hole in the back? A hole? Yeah. Yeah, Just like like, it's like a thing. We'll figure out what to put in there later. Stuff in there later. We'll figure that out a few years in what goes in there.
0: But there's so there's just a a slot a hole on the back of the controller. Yeah,
1: TBD slot. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good cuz we'll want to put something back there.
0: Of course, cuz otherwise there's just an open hole on the back of the control guys. I'm I'm drawing what what you guys are pitching uh-huh. here on the board and it is it is ugly, it is uh, non-ergonomic, hole on the back, analog stick are we going to say center of the trident? That sounds yeah, good.
1: That sounds perfect.
2: I think. Oh
0: my god!
1: At the very least, it should have sixteen methods of input. That's
2: all I'm saying. I is, think that's good. I just want to make sure that every single button is a different size. <laughs> like, think the opposite of uniform.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So every button's a different size. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But but we could be we could be fair here. You got you've got your your Four face buttons and your two, your two input methods.
2: Four yeah. face buttons. Try six.
0: Six and they're different shapes. Uh, seven. 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 All right. So there's
2: and some shoulder buttons and then a little like sort of like, ooh, that's kind of like an underbelly button.
0: An underbelly. So, but yeah, like a trigger kind whole- of like a
2: gun. Yeah, like this.
0: Bes- uh, you're holding up a gun in the office. He's holding up a gun in the office. Yeah, we all got guns yeah. I have one. I don't have a gun. Is this ish- I don't have a gun. So you all right. We're in 1996.
1: Have... <laughs> you better go get a gun, sweetheart.
0: <laughs> sweetheart. I mean, I guess it's 96, so that's Yeah, acceptable. that's a, o- that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay in 1996. Probably the, <laughs> the the nicest thing <laughs> said to me in the office. <laughs> 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 so reiterate a trident <laughs> Uh 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 analog stick in the middle, D-pad on the side, six randomly sized uh face buttons, or did you say seven? Can't remember, seven. shoulder buttons, a gun trigger underneath the hole yeah. on the back of the controller.
1: Yeah.
2: Well,
0: yeah. well, gentlemen, because I said yes to everything, let's print it. <laughs>
2: We reminisce about our low poly, low frame rate, stubbornly still on cartridge favorites as we draft our favorite N64 games this week on
1: Get Played.
0: Get Played, your one stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's, let me take that again. It's yeah. not enough enthusiasm. It sounded great to me. If I'm, if, I'm, if I'm listening to this show. All right, here we go. Welcome to Get Played, your one stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. That's me Nick Weiger, and I'm here with our third host Matt Apodaca.
1: Hello everyone, you motherfuckers. What is
0: up? <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like that's a good energy to bring into the show because like yes. if you're if you're listening, you're like, "Oh, I'm amped." I'm amped, especially cuz we record the opening sketches after we've done the episode, listener. Yeah. Yeah. And if the opening sketch happens to be really sad, it's going to be really funny to go <laughs> into that energy.
2: Which happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it is. We we had a, we did a, we did a restart. We st- We did a first take of that, like beginning, like not our intro, but our just like our opening to the the show proper. And yeah. then I might it leave was... it in. Matt might leave it in. I might leave it well, in that, just because then everybody knows what's going
0: on. <laughs> that's you know a I mean? fucking betrayal right there, man. Well, if we're I talking mean, about it. With it. I agree with it. Yeah. And now that we're talking about it, I agree with it, but I, I'm. I, I just want to say I feel betrayed by both of you. I was trying to be professional, no, it's trying okay. to get the listener what they want, and you guys are like, you know what? I might put I'm gonna stuff. In- <laughs> <is>. I'm going to show up unprofessional bitches. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to throw her under the tires of the bus and then direct the driver towards her body. I
1: might leave in the stuff that we were talking about before about uh, burritos and whatnot. <laughs> Just, having, just Oh like, yeah, put my cottage <laughs> cheese chunk in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was good stuff. stuff. Yeah, that's good. Uh, people are gonna want to hear that stuff. Mm. You know, no, it's, 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 no. It's, it's, these days, these days no. with content, you don't really know like where the line starts and stops. You know, you kind of just gotta get it all out there. That's what people like. One hundred percent.
0: I've heard that content now has to be just genuine. Like a lot of people on TikTok are just doing like, you know, genuine. And that Mm -hmm. that forced sort of like enthusiasm and performance and professionalism is off-putting to a bunch of people now. So instead of like, you know, going after it 100%, you try and walk into a space and be, which in itself is a form of performance. It's like uh, Dogme or uh, Jean-Luc Godard or, Mm -hmm. am I right, guys? Come on, come on. Look at that cinema. Look at that cinema.
1: Good references.
0: Lars von Trier. Little Lars. Little Lars.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So that's why I'm like, I'm silently agreeing. Here's here's what, here's the thing I learned about.
2: Because uh, when I was trying to do some some TikTok videos myself, I learned about a phenomenon called the millennial pause. Have you heard of this? I have heard of this. So this is a, and and first off, I was flattered to be characterized as a millennial because I think we, we learned from last week's episode when we were talking about console generations because of my ownership of an nes that actually puts me as late gen x yeah Uh, but anyway but but apparently what it is is when you start a video the brief pause before you begin talking when you make sure the video is recording is known as the millennial pause so like you hit the record button like hey i'm nick weiger i'm here i'm gonna go ahead and review these uh, cinebytes from Sonic. Let's go ahead and take you might be
0: What the fuck show are you? What? You're,
2: get, you're getting, you're going to be confused.
0: You couldn't be because... like, you couldn't be like, I, I'm here to review Super Mario Land for the Game Boy. You immediately went, your default setting is not us. That's interesting. <laughs> I did
2: say Sonic, who is a, a video game character. <laughs> and as Matt per- pointed out, Cynobites does kind of taste like, t- sound like Xenobites, Tastes like Zenobites. Boy, that'd be weird.
0: We should do a crossover, by the way. There is mm-hmm. an energy drink company that makes anime and video game themed energy drinks, like licensed energy drinks. And I got an ad served to me for Naruto Sage Mode Energy Drink. This isn't an ad. This is a real thing yeah. that happened to me. I'm reply. I'm I'm telling other people about an ad I saw. So the ad was extremely effective. <laughs> uh, it's super was effective. Like, I was like, "Holy shit!" I would totally drink Naruto drink before I went and fucking boxed. Like, I, yeah, I, I why how why did it take so long? Do you remember when they
2: had and I never I never tried it, but I it was Final Fantasy twelve. They had a potion drink. Yes! that they were marketing. Did you have it?
0: I did. I had it. Uh, there was a store here, I think in Torrance, that was importing them. So I drove down wow. to Torrance because I was like, I got to have a Final Fantasy drink, and then I also drank one in Japan. For a limited time, they were in like a, a nicely shaped bottle and then they went into cans. And the first one I had was in the nicely shaped bottle and boy, oh boy, do I wish I'd save that bottle because it was fucking cool.
2: Wow. Probably would uh, sell for a pretty
1: penny as well if you wanted to do that. I'm seeing on eBay that the uh, Final Fantasy 12 potion empty set of six, they all have different tops. yeah. Premium complete collection is going for $99. It's not bad. Not that's a pretty good ROI. They're pretty yeah. bottles,
0: right? They kind of look They're really like nice. a potion yeah. in the game. And then yeah, I I it, it was sort of a metallic like a like a coke bottle was what I had the second one in.
1: Yeah, mm. I see that here too. It's like a sort of like an aluminum bottle. Like not yeah. really interesting. No. It actually kind of makes it look like it's like worse. Like it it's, it kind of sucks. Comparatively, <laughs> looks like it tastes like shit.
0: What was for that? Was that Final Fantasy twelve or thirteen? I thought it was twelve, but I could be wrong. It's twelve. It was twelve. Okay, and that's a long yeah. time ago. I was still a games journalist. It's
2: that—that's what you always find out. And hey, we're gonna get there in a second. But it's—it's it's like it's—I—I I, I always love the meme. Is like this is what you think Final Fantasy was twenty years ago. And it shows like you know Final Fantasy six, and it's like this is what it actually was twenty years ago, and it's like Final Fantasy ten, and you're like, "Fuck, god damn it,
0: <laughs> fucking old as shit." Wait, I want to know. Slow decay
2: time is crushing.
0: Hold on, hold on. Final uh-huh. Fan, what what Final Fantasy game came out in 20 thousand three? It's Tactics Advance. Tactics oh my god, Advanced. it was Tactics okay. Advance. I've been trying to beat Tactics Advance for. <laughs> For 20 years? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no. you got to do it this year. year. Oh, so my
2: it's been... God.
1: Yeah.
0: Jesus oh, Christ. no. Oh, my head. I feel like I just gave myself an aneurysm.
1: That news from 2001 is shocking you. I have some other news for you as well.
0: <laughs> 2003. All right, Shrek now I want to know <laughs> yeah. 2013. So a 10 years ago game. Oh. <laughs> I just saw this and I it made me throw up.
2: This one is good. Oh my god. No. Oh no.
0: <laughs> 10 years ago was Final Fantasy 14, the online game. Yeah. That was a decade ago. Oh but no.
2: The Realm Reborn came a little later, oh so it wasn't really the game no. we know
1: now. And don't forget the Final Fantasy X and X-2 HD remaster. Oh, sure. Oh,
0: no. Oh, my God. Well, live on the show, I had, like, a crisis. Yeah, you threw up. I looked at a game title and I threw up. Oh, my God. We
2: we have a little bit of business to get to at the top of the show, which we is do? that I found out from our Discord server oh, oh, yes. that people are missing out on what the we play you play is. So it's it's uh, it's a combination of of people who who batch listen, who listen and binges. Oh, and then man. there's also.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited. Are we going to play Sonic Frontiers again? No, so that people I'm, can. <laughs> I'm fucking in.
1: We can't. I returned my copy. We can't do it. <laughs> i've never done that Um, i can't buy it
2: twice shout out to shout out to tyler at the at the culver farmers market who i see and and talk to every week and he was taught he listens to the pod and wow he he mentioned um he was like i just beat sonic frontiers i was like yeah it's like it it was like it fucking rules (laughs) he's like so so happy about it tyler rules (laughs) uh but um yeah, I, we're not going to play Sonic Frontiers again, but we are going to try to move. I am going to try to consciously move the We Play, You Play announcement, what this month's game is for our 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 long episode uh, where we discuss one game at length at the end of each month. I'm going to move that to the top of the show as opposed to the end of the show in that big uh, paragraph of announcement. So hopefully more people will catch it. So that said, we haven't decided what our We Play, You Play <laughs> is
0: so Why don't I not we decide right here. we they that have an decide. entire
3: month to talk about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shut no, up! No, let's 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 decide right now, right here, right now.
2: Here, here are the two candidates. I think we we. We uh, narrowed it down to in text thread. Both remakes okay. of beloved yeah. games. Uh, yes. Dead Space. Fortnite.
0: No what? Huh? <laughs> Dead Space
2: and Goldeneye. Wait, wait, hey, we could do a Fortnite. I mean, just, no, we've already done a no, Fortnite no, episode. No, no. So we can't do a
0: Fortnite again. Nobody would be um, mad.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, so Goldeneye or Dead Space?
1: Yeah, and Goldeneye is yes. not necessarily a remake. It's more of a just like a... Just a, a port. re-release. Port. Yeah, yeah.
0: Wait, if that was the case, could I play it on my N64, or would I have to play these new versions?
1: No, I think you could play it on whatever you want. You could play it on
2: whatever you want. Honestly, it would be a good perspective to play it on the N64. We also could pull this. I'm not saying we have to pull this, but that's an option. I don't think we should pull it. I
0: think we should do it right here. Okay. So here's here's my perspective on this. One, I've never played Dead Space. Okay. So this is an entirely new experience for me, potentially. Yes,
1: yes. Same as me.
2: Uh, Matt is also a, a famous coward. Uh, yeah, and, uh, it's a very scary game. <laughs> it is. Yeah,
1: it's supposed to be fucking terrifying. John really? Carpenter tweeted
2: that he loved it. Oh, the comparison to a- we, we we're talking xenomorphs earlier, so it's like it's 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 alien esque.
0: So my okay, so my scale just got tipped.
1: Oh, okay. I shouldn't have said that.
0: Uh, John Carpenter <laughs> said it was uh, whack.
1: <laughs> he said, "I'm done with games. I'm going back to movies." He said, <laughs> "That's cool."
0: So here, my perspective on this was, uh you know, first you've got your, uh, your dead space. I've never played it. So it would be totally new world. Very exciting. Uh, but on the other hand, Goldeneye is like a Beatles album at this point. It's like one of those things you should have done. And I played it back in the day, but what like playing it again, 30 years later or whatever the fuck it is would be really interesting.
1: I, I agree
2: there's some like I, I was leaning Dead Space and the more I've thought about it, the more I wonder if we should just try to do the gold, the like the comprehensive Goldeneye episode and talk about like, you know, how what it feels like to play it now, what it felt like to play it back then, and kind of its 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 arc and legacy. And I think there's something interesting about trying to figure out its place in, you know, the the gaming pantheon and the N sixty four Pantheon, because it was really cool at the time, but also it is it is not a game that's like necessarily aged gracefully.
0: But it is one of the first games that had a dual analog control scheme.
2: That's huge, even though it didn't have dual analog sticks.
0: I I didn't play it that way back in the day. But the idea of holding two N64 controllers in each hand and dual analoging my way through Goldeneye might be kind of fun and Interesting. It, an all-time dorm room
2: game? Where where do the where do the because like hot seat multiplayer slash you know in in person couch multiplayer is kind of gone the way of the dodo. But that that was the the, the heyday. N sixty four the four mm-hmm. controller ports and you know the Dreamcast with the four controller ports and uh, it, people were playing just games in front of one TV. Halo certainly up there. Goldeneye up there. Uh, I think I feel like Smash Melee. That's partly my own experience, but
1: you know, one of those all time. The guy game, BMXXX, the guy game for sure. Yeah. Uh, all time dorm game.
0: <laughs> all right. Here's my pitch: is this mm-hmm. we play, you play Dead Space, an episode about Goldeneye.
2: Wow. So we kind of have, have our cake and eat it too, but also that's a lot more work for both of us, for all yeah. of us. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. Well, when you put it that way.
2: <laughs> yeah. Comes two full games to try to play through as opposed well, to one. Okay, which is, which is fine. We can do it.
0: We have done it. I mean, remember a month, years ago, we would play like both E.T. and the entirety of uh, Dick's Racing Cox, uh, a Windows 3.1 adventure.
1: Game yeah. of the year. Game of the year. <laughs> uh, my pitch I guess it's not necessarily a pitch. I'm just unpacking these two ideas, right? Yeah. Like, I sort of, I don't have a problem with playing Dead Space. I'm interested in Dead Space. I watched a video about Dead Space the other night to see how scary it would be for me to play. And the video scared me. But I I wouldn't mind playing it. I've also never played Goldeneye. Holy shit. That's fascinating. Yes. Oh, well, no, we got, we can't. let's do, yeah. We can't. I also just feel like it's more readily of it's on Game Pass, it's we, on Nintendo Switch online. We have to take our son to Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's maybe the more the more user-friendly option for the listener.
2: Yeah, there might be it's 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 not like a, you know, a full price $70 game that you'd ha- that you'd have to buy to play along. Although people have played you know, it's a fucking re-release, yes, so people who played the original yes. they'll be able to have their own reflections on it, but yeah, I, I, I think that's a good that's a that's a nice thumb on the scale for Goldeneye. the the fact that the fact that it's readily available, doubly so the fact that Matt's never played it. Let's do let's do Goldeneye. Fuck. Wow, wow we're we'll talking it. about it. All right, All right, so this month we play Goldeneye 007 coming Monday, February twenty seventh. If you want to play,
1: and along. this is how democracy is going to work going forward. <laughs> <laughs> there no. won't be a poll. There won't be <laughs> an election of any kind. You won't get right. to pick. You'll just get to hear three people
0: decide later today. I'm gonna storm Apodaca's uh, house and demand a recount. <laughs> 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 so I did not keep my copy of Golden Eye for the N64. It is not in my hole, uh, <laughs> but I do have an EverDrive for my N64, which is the way I was going to play it. Uh, but I'm 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 poking around here in the uh, on eBay, and this is an inexpensive game. Oh yeah, it's twenty one bucks. Oh,
2: there were so many copies in the wild that I feel like it's just if you just want cart only, you can get yourself
0: a 007. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get myself the actual copy instead of uh, playing it on AeroDrive.
2: Well, there you go. Well, hey, that's what we're going to be playing. Well, GoldenEye later this month. But right now, there's some other games we've been playing. Team, what are you playing? Ooh, what are you playing?
4: I brought that energy just like you guys.
2: Yeah, wow. I appreciate you sitting there patiently through that uh, pro extended prologue before we introduce you as an evil merchant.
4: I was forced by the company to delete my Tinder profile.
2: Tinder forced you. Yeah. Okay.
4: So you, you know, as an update to my personal life, uh, was uh, was asked. Uh, no, I was. My account was blocked.
2: It was blocked.
4: Yeah, permanently. Okay. I gotta. I gotta cease and desist.
2: That's tough when you get the cease. I feel like those. That's always a package deal. You don't ever just get the cease or the desist. It's always a cease and desist. You, I mean, you may have more experience with that sort of thing. What? Wait, what? Just the cease and desist order. It's always the the,
1: both at once. You don't just get the cease. And it's sort of like, it's a little redundant. Because desist also means cease. Yeah, are there
2: synonyms? What are we doing here? Yeah, let's save some time and save some syllables. Just have it be a cease order.
4: Yeah, come on.
1: I don't know, I'll get off my soapbox. Stop and stop. I'm fucking pissed.
4: If you're a new listener, (laughs) ha! I'm the Resident <laughs> Evil 4 merchant. And in the game, I ask people, <laughs> "What are you buying?" But here in uh, Get Played, I ask, "What are you playing?" But I also have an extensive backstory.
2: Yeah, it's there. You got a lot going on, and I, you know what? Honestly, we 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 settled a little business up top. We t- we just were just trying to, debating whether to play GoldenEye or Dead Space. We opted for GoldenEye as someone who is a Something of a of a living mascot for a major horror oh, franchise sweet. yourself. Thank you
4: very much. How
2: do you feel about us opting not to cover Dead Space? Good horror franchise. Good. That's,
4: a, that's good. I auditioned for the lead in that game. Oh wow! Yeah, I was supposed to be that helmet guy.
2: Uh huh.
4: What's Isaac. his name? Isaac.
2: Yeah, I, I mean helmet guy. He's commonly referred to as helmet guy. Three yeah. eyes
4: man. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they, they wouldn't let me. Uh, they, they said you can't be in more than one game. Uh,
2: that's probably good for just because, yeah, it implies like a shared universe. If you're if the Resident Evil merchant was the lead of, of the Dead Space franchise, it's horseshit.
4: Mario's in so many fucking games.
2: Well, yeah, but Mario's kind of doing his own thing, you know. I mean, you, you do not really compare yourself to Mario, are you?
4: Yes you are you don't you're not a playable character i'm the mario of resident evil 4 what are you buying you You think that put me in a cart racer resident well yeah you'd be in a cart
1: you'd be in a cart racer for sure but like uh dry bones is in a cart racer he's not like the lead of the game would i love to see a dry bones
4: game yes
1: yeah
2: dry bones is a turtle
4: it's a turtle that's a corpse right
1: it's a skeleton, a yeah. turtle. Think
4: about yeah. what Mario's seen.
1: Yeah, but he's seen some shit. It's
4: horrible.
2: I think his sort of sunny outlook on life is the only way that he's able to endure that. We gotta be nicer to Mario. Yeah.
4: Guys, I mm-hmm. feel like we're stalling for time that we don't have, so what are you playing?
2: Uh, thank you, Resident Evil Merchant. I will go first. Uh, I will, I will dis- uh, discuss what I've been playing briefly. Uh, first off, uh, making my way through Sekiro, I'm not going to talk about Sekiro because I've talked about that in previous weeks, and it's uh, I'm reading a book on mindfulness, and you know what? Here's a sentence that stuck with me. Things take as long as they take. And so I'm going to beat it when I beat it,
1: all right? This is fucking bullshit. This but I am going to beat it.
2: I'm, I'm working on it. It's great. That said, what I'm going to talk about, because I wanted to play something else, so I had something something to discuss. Uh, so I went on the steam store and I saw that Jurassic world evolution two was on sale and I went, I was like, fuck, this is on deep discount. It was like 70% off. I'm going to buy this fucking thing. I'm I'm curious about it. And so I bought it and then I went on, I booted up game pass and I saw that it's on fucking game pass. So I got myself a refund of the steam store and just downloaded it on, on game pass. But I guess, you know, that's like a little bit of a, of a life lesson I just picked up there If you see something on Deep Discount on Steam Store, double check as to whether or not it showed up on Game Pass.
1: If you see something on Deep Discount on the Steam Store, it might be on Game Pass.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Foxworthy.
1: (laughs) New character for the show? Are we going to throw Foxworthy in there with the Resident Evil merchant? (laughs) What's up, everybody? It's me, Jeff Foxworthy. (laughs) I'm smarter than a fifth grader. (laughs) Very good. Uh, The... So here's here's what this
2: game was. Or actually, here's more what I thought this game was. And as I played some of it, I started to feel like I wonder if this is maybe not what I'm looking for. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess around with it a little bit more. But I am it, glad it's on Game Pass. I my understanding is that this was basically like roller coaster tycoon in the Jurassic Park fr- world. Like uh, the, this Jurassic World tycoon. I thought that's what we were what I was getting myself into. Um it is that. But it's also, like, a little bit more, like, in the sense that it's just this real-time sim game where you are kind of overseeing Jurassic, you know, like a, a Jurassic World sort of, you know, park slash zoo slash however you want to characterize it. But it's also got some surprisingly active gameplay in the sense of, like, okay, there's a there's a fucking dinosaur over there. There's Triceratops who's running wild, uh, and you got to go capture him. You end up, like, piloting a helicopter mm-hmm. and like oh. taking the helicopter over there like you're controlling the helicopter it's not just like like oh i'm dispatching this helicopter to this location rts style it's like i'm actually like physically controlling how this one you know it's it's uh it's 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 speed and its uh altitude and then as you get closer, you go into another mode where you're like you're taking a fucking sniper rifle and you're shooting this fucking thing with a tranquilizer dart, and like you know, like you're aiming it. And I, 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 there's part of me that's like, this is kind of cool, but also part of me is like, this is just not what I'm looking for with this experience. Like you know, like oh, I've got to I got to take a ranger in to go investigate, uh, you know this uh, uh, this uh. Diplodon or whatever I got to go because he's sick like okay I got to drive the truck over there like I I don't know like I kind of wish it was a little bit more in direct control but but whatever they made two of these things and they're they're successful so what the fuck do I know Um, but yeah I was kind of hoping for a little bit more management from a a a, a grand strategy sort of uh, standpoint as opposed to you know kind of getting into the nuts and bolts nitty gritty of moving shit around. That said, it's cool. I I think my other my other strike against it is not its fault. It's just where the franchise is right now. Mm-hmm. Cause it is so set before is so much set as a prequel to Dominion. And Dominion, real big uh real big pile of Dino Poo. That that movie's no good. <laughs> and uh it's fucking it, it It's just got a lot of that within it. It's just mm-hmm. got a lot of like, okay, here's here's a Bryce Dallas Howard sound alike giving exposition that's pertinent to where we're gonna end up in the uh, uh the Dominion uh, like completion of the Jurassic world trilogy. And I'm just like, I just don't give a shit about any of this. i don't I don't care., uh, but I don't know. it's kind of cool. I'll mess around with it
1: some more. And it's on game Pass. if you're interested in Jurassic park check and and sim games, check it out. It's always funny when they get like a sound alike for somebody who's just like normal. Yes. yeah. Like in, when it's not like a big character choice or something like, oh, we couldn't get like Tom Hanks for Woody or something. So we got his brother. Bad example. Uh, or, you know, somebody that's doing like a character like, I'll just do that character. Yeah. Uh, but then it's like a- Eddie but- Murphy for famously doesn't do any of his
2: ads. Yeah. They, they get Eddie Murphy sound alikes.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah, just somebody who's just like. Well, there I, I work at the dinosaur park. I'm just a normal lady. Uh, yes, yeah. They get they get a normal lady for that. That's funny. I like it. I think they have real bloom
2: is the thing. I think it's actual Goldblum does. Some oh, of the, he'll show up. Good man. Yeah, you yeah, ask him to go true. anywhere, and he's like, yeah.
1: "I'm fucking there, man." You got a piano? Um. Okay.
2: That that that's what that's what I've been messing around with. Other than Sekiro. Uh uh, Matt, Heather, how about you?
0: Well, in Fortnite. Beep, 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 beep. Welcome to (laughs) Fortnite News. It's your segment with host Heather Ann Campbell. Hi. (laughs) Things are changing on the island. Dragon Ball powers have been introduced to Fortnite. And so you can power yourself up and perform a Kamehameha just like your heroes in Dragon Ball. Has Heather seen any Dragon Ball? No. When you use the um, My Hero Academia's powers... Your your main character Deku shouts "Smash!" and it's awesome. Yeah, shockingly, the Kamehameha is like Kamehameha. It's like very like grating and high pitched and weird. Uh, I, I, I expected it to be like the thunder of like a a a, a big burly dude. But it sounds like you're squeezing air out of a snake. Uh so I don't know if that's an <laughs> I don't know if that's an in-game, uh, in-world, in in anime, if there's an explanation for that. But boy was I surprised when I heard that voice for this first time.
1: In the in the limited Dragon Ball that I've seen, it is just they are just screaming all the time. <laughs> so it sounds <laughs> correct.
0: So uh I've been I've been playing uh Fortnite with the new powers it is a little bit chaotic on the island right now because you've got two separate anime powers plus the limited ability to fly so you know it's not just guns on the ground and a couple of hammers here and there it's it's people flying around screaming and blasting each other with anime powers i love it it made me think a lot about like the things that i wish you could do in in Fortnite Like, I wish that Naruto powers were introduced. And I've thought a little bit, because, you know, you daydream when you're sitting around. Uh, (laughs) Sasuke, one of the the heroes of Naruto, has a power where he can, like, freeze you in place if he looks at you. So I thought if you were making eye contact with a character when they pulled off that move, that your character would freeze in place and be open to, like, incoming fire. I thought that would be interesting. Uh, If you want to hire me as, like, a dev on Fortnite. Yeah. Um, okay.
2: <laughs> I'd be, I'd be invincible to that. Cause eye contact, I don't do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I've been playing, uh, got a crown with, uh, with our listener. Um, I forget what his name, I don't know what his name is in game. It might be the hmm. same as it is on our forums. Uh, it's ed, Edard 88 or something like that? Yeah, um, and actually, I
1: have a question from him about Fortnite.
0: Oh, well, for, okay. For you. Oh, well, he may have asked us. me in-game, because we we uh, we crowned. And if you're a listener who likes playing Fortnite and you want to squat up, uh, just fucking join, man, because I leave my party invites open to the public. I won't say my name mm-hmm. here on the show, because that feels like it's too much, but... It's available. I mean, like, if you really want to play, you can just look me up. Yeah, I'm sure some monster is going to put my name in the fucking Discord. Don't be chill. Just be chill. But I'm out there, uh, and you can squat up and just don't. Some some of the people I've played with don't tell me who they are until after we've played around. So just introduce yourself. Be like, hey, I'm a listener. Let's let's party up. Yeah. Instead of just like, because I'll get like a bunch of requests and I don't know who anybody is. Uh, all right. So that's your, that's Fortnite news. Yeah. From Heather Ann Campbell on Get Played. I guess I'll ask the question. Let me just ask this
1: question right now because it's okay. right in front of me. Great. And it's about Fortnite. And we're still sort of in the Fortnite zone. Because I think okay. we played, because I, I squatted up with you, Edard and, uh, and Kumo the other day. Yeah. Uh, that was really fun. Um, what Kumo do you guys, is not
0: a listener. He is no. an old time video game friend.
1: Very cool could yeah. be a listener, though. You no, he,
0: I don't think he you should listen. too much in his
1: life. He better listen. <laughs> no. Nope. Or I'm never playing it. Just kidding. I would never uh,
0: subject any of the people I legitimately know in my life to listening to this show. You
1: better listen. Uh, the question is, what do you think about the Kid Leroy or L- oh, See, this is how I'm getting old. I read this wrong. Uh, the Leroy the Kid Fortnite event and interactive music videos ex- slash experiences in general. You did one before.
0: Uh, yes, I've done one and I did the kid, is it Kid Leroy? Is that how you say his name? I think
1: name? it's Leroy the Kid.
0: Oh, the well, either way. Uh, so I did his in, in world concert, uh, exposed myself as a, a, as a bit of a, a radio pop, uh, noob, uh, mm-hmm. newbie, uh, 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 NPC when it comes to listening to music. I thought <laughs> his main hit was a Justin Bieber song. I thought, you know, because I've heard it a million times. It's the one that's like, uh, told you I'd change, even though I knew I never could. Told you I'd change, even though I knew I never could. That one. Oh, that's 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 him. That's him. Uh, So I went to his in-game concert. Uh, It played very much like the last concert that I went to in Fortnite, where you're flying around, picking up XP While you are subjected to the music of the performer, Um, I guess there are so few pipelines to introduce people to things in the world hmm. that all of the cross promotional stuff that you see in Fortnite. I'm like, good fucking like I would I would if I'm if I'm playing as the xenomorph, that's brand awareness for Fox. Or Disney? Oh my God! It's Disney! It's Disney brand awareness. Oh yeah! Holy shit! <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta get what the, the word out on Disney.
0: Oh my God! Um, so yeah, you you it it's a an interactive experience where you start start from the bottom. Now you're here. <laughs> you start from the like uh, like a block party where he's performing, and you go all the way into his house. You, inter- you interact with his furniture. You smash it up, throw a crazy party there. Then you go to like a big, huge stadium concert. And it's like, oh, I'm tra- I'm tracking the tra- trajectory of this man's life. And once in a while, you'll see a video of him. Like it'll be a full screen video of him speaking to you in Fortnite-ish terms. But he's a terrible actor. Mm. So <laughs> you have this like emotive songs and then he'll be like, all right, guys. You think we're we're gone crazy already? Wait till you see what's going to happen next. I invite that's, you to my house. That's so funny.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I I like uh, I understand it with athletes. Like you know, like they'll they'll have like the NBA Two K Career Mode. We'll have a, like you know, like an actual player doing some voice work as themselves. And a lot of times, that performance will be pretty, you know, stiff and wooden. Um, I don't understand it. I've never understood the singer who who can't act that feels like a disconnect to me because it feels like such a natural sort of like that's the same performance muscle right but i i guess i'm just i guess there are actors who can't sing so you know what that that's that's that's
1: just that's my own bias thinking of of so many great singer turned actors but but it is like there is like you know a level of showmanship right yes where it's like that's why like everyone thinks that like Justin Timberlake should be a cast member on Saturday Night Live or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, He's like, he just has that natural charisma. Good actor. I think it's, hey, he was great at Sean Parker. Yeah. You no, know it's cooler than a million dollars?
2: A billion dollars. Yeah, she's
0: fucking right. It's so she's funny right. that like a billion dollars seems like not that much money, just this much longer, even though yeah. it's an unfathomable amount of money.
1: Yeah. Well, we all have a billion dollars. That's true.
0: Like lotteries routinely hit a billion dollars now. Yeah. God, we're, we're fucked. We're We're fucked. going to
2: have yeah, the 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 world is headed towards there are four trillionaires. And then the rest of us are just like working for various apps as freelancers, like just delivering things to each other.
1: <laughs> death stranding. We're just headed towards death stranding. Man, let's uh let's wrap it up then. Let's get fucking get there already, Jesus. <laughs> uh Matt uh do you what have you been playing okay so for me uh, I'm still playing jack and Daxter uh on my steam deck and I'm fucking loving it I'm about halfway through it at this point uh and it just holds up it's just really really good a really solid it's awesome to hear uh like collectathon uh platformer just really really great and i'm i'm sort of clearing you can get through the areas without getting all of the like the uh, you have to collect these precursor orbs to move on, but you only need a certain amount uh, to like actually finish the game. But so far, I'm getting all of them just because I've never—I I don't think I've ever like 100 at the game before. Um, but looking back, I'm like, well, this wasn't hard. Like, it, it's not—it's sure. not a hard game. Uh, so I'm doing that right now. But I also want to shout out—I got back on Twitch the other day on our Twitch channel, Twitch TV slash Get Played Pod. I think it is. And I streamed this new game that sort of just like came out of nowhere, Hi-Fi Rush. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah, I've heard of it because I
2: saw it on Game Pass and then yeah. I heard you singing its praises. Yeah, so, that's the yes. only
0: way I've heard of it. Uh, and it, yeah, it looks looks pretty cool.
1: I'm into the art style. It's, it's fucking Matt Kibble. It's fucking like, <laughs> it has licensed songs and it's an action rhythm game. So, like, you can, you have to, you don't necessarily have to do this. Uh, there are certain things that, like, you have to, like, press the buttons on beat, like a rhythm game, to, like, unlock mm-hmm. a big chest or whatever. And then your fighting style also is on beat to the music, too. Um, And I don't know if it's just that it's, like, very easy or I'm just, like, good at it. But I was just, like, having a blast with this thing and, like, blasting through, it's like, ha- having no problems with it um but there are things that are like there are visual cues in the world that everything is moving all the time so like if you if you lose the beat for some reason all you have to do is look at another part of the screen and then be like okay it's going like this i'll start pressing the buttons uh in, in in that rhythm uh and he's and the guy's always tapping his foot too chai is the main character's name and it's it's a fucking blast it's so great it's such, it was it got it was getting a lot of attention last week because it like came out of nowhere. It's the director of um, I think Evil Within or something. Okay, uh, so it's like a very different game for that studio, and uh, but I guess it's been in development for quite a while. But it's 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 a blast. I, I highly recommend people checking it out. I, str- yeah, I I streamed it for a couple hours the other day, and it was just a a delight a really really fun the art style is like it looks like a cartoon but like in that that like spider-verse kind of way kind of um and it's 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 great i highly highly recommend it
2: it, it looks like you know I was, I was watching some videos of it it looks like very you know a, a super the super lush palette uh the, the cell shaded it it kind of reminds me of a of a Jet Grind Radio or an Elite Beat Agents. Yes, like it's kind of that sort of look to it. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Uh, Looks great. It's it, cool. it, it's it's really really cool. Um, it has music from like the Black Keys and Nine Inch Nails. Uh, and it's it's fun. It's just it's you. It's just it's just a blast. I uh, yeah, get into it. It's on Game Pass. Uh, it's also on the Steam Store. Um, but it's. It's really, really great.
2: I get this is this is me like thinking too much about the future, uh, which again, you know, that I got to heed the lessons of this mindfulness book. Uh, But I I was going to say the when I when there's licensed music in something now, I get preemptive anxiety about when there's going to be a a rights dispute about it and it's not going to be available anymore. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just always like, oh, yeah, 10 years from now, this game was an unexpected classic and. But now that, you know, they're not they're not willing to fork over the money to pay for licensing for the Black Keys song. So now the Black Keys song is out and it's just some generic sounding, you know, piano pop. Or well, something. with this
1: game, because I had mm-hmm. to turn it on streamer mode to stream it. Yes. It has like sound alike tracks okay. already built so into it. That's
2: a solution. Yeah. So it's great.
1: they could just swap it out with with this one, with whatever the, the sound alike is like and its. You don't miss the license song, really, because it's it's almost a very similar like, it's almost the exact same song. It's just a little different, um, but it's it's um, really really fun. So Nick, worry not, my friend. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this fucking game because it looks it looks great. It's
2: really yeah, it does. really cool. It
0: looks really good.
2: By the way, you said Matt Kibble. Uh, should we call that Matt Nip? That's kind of like what catnip? I was thinking.
1: I kind of I fucking forgot the words. <laughs> You love cats. It cats was right in front nap. of me. My my mug says Cat Dad on it for crying out loud. <laughs> He's holding it up. It literally does. Wow. <laughs> what the, I fucking dropped the ball. <laughs> what the,
2: what, I'm, I'm done. Uh, the way you brought cat the Cat Dad mug into frame, <laughs> just as you said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just true. It's true. A nice gift, Heather. Does your well? We're talking about things that we're seeing in frame. Does your sweatshirt just say human?
0: Uh so the top of it says human, but it's a okay. brand, and the bottom says made human made. Okay, got okay. it. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, in in frame currently, my sweatshirt just says human in like <laughs> yeah in like uh varsity letters. Yes, yeah. that
1: is really funny. Nick I just see I just see a bunch of code written everywhere on your walls is that (laughs) handwritten yeah
3: yeah
2: All right, let's uh, let's get to the the order of the day: the console draft. Now, look, this is a format we did before. And old, how did this get played? Premium DLC. episode. Pre- premium DLC.
4: DLC.
2: There we go. Uh, that takes me back. <laughs> so we did this before. <laughs> we did this, with a Nintendo DS and the PlayStation One. And basically, what we do is we kind of go through snake style. Uh, that we and we each take turns drafting various games from this particular console. Uh, Until uh, and we know once once it's a draft. So once one's taken by somebody, it's off the board, and we're just trying to figure out our best library. So this time we're talking the Nintendo sixty
1: four.
0: Can I can I make a request that we don't do this snake style because it was exhausting to do it.
1: Well, okay. Well, you don't know what you you have a different definition for what snake style is than everyone else. Snake is it's just the order in which it's supposed to go. Uh, like it starts at the top, guts to the bottom, and then goes backwards again, like a snake.
0: I mean, I guess you can describe a voice that way, but like... No, it, but you're it, doing it. You're doing a voice.
1: Yeah.
2: You don't have to do the voice.
0: I don't want to do the voice. It was exhausting.
1: You don't have to. It's okay. You don't have
2: okay, to. That's I'll do the part fir-
0: I'll do the first one snake style, but then I would. I would really <laughs> prefer if we just became like, if we just did it regular style.
1: Here's my impression of snake style. Snake style.
0: It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Solid snake. And I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you took that one because my snake style is very different. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: In it, 64 <laughs> <laughs> It's exhausting. Uh, here's, my,
2: here's my snake style. Snake style? It's kind of muted because I'm inside a cardboard box. That's really Oh, I thought good. you were
0: doing like the the codec.
2: Oh, that's also good. It's pretty good. It's that too.
1: I thought you were like a snake with like a its tail in its mouth. And I was like a little on the nose for Nick. Okay.
0: <laughs> so here's because the N64 has a small library comparatively. Like you could go yes. deep cuts on the PS2 and make your like your ideal console draft. But the N64 has, you know, it's got it's got a few limitations. So I think whoever goes first in this draft, that's an important position to be in. Yes. I don't know how we determine that.
2: Well that that's a thing that's a thing to figure out. I I, I will, yes, I was thinking of if, if for for basketball heads out there, hoop heads, it, this is like the upcoming NBA draft. It's a top heavy draft. There's there's two picks, two big picks up there. Vector Wemanyama, uh Scoot Henderson. You get one of those, you're fucking you're like, "Oh shit, I I I won the lottery." Uh, But then if you're you're not in those top two slots, you're kind of you you get you get some strategizing to do. So, yeah, we're going to figure that out. I I think we're going to go snake style. We're each going to pick since the Nintendo 64, six to four games, i.e. five, uh, (laughs) and then figure out who has. I don't know. We'll just just try to do our best to come up with the best libraries. But yes, this one is a challenge. As I was doing some prep for this one, I'm like, man, I'm not sure where I go after the first couple.
0: Whereas I have my final three for sure, Yes. But the first two I'm a little nervous about because I don't know what's going to be chosen.
2: All right, we got to figure out how uh, how who's going to go first. I'll go first. Uh,
1: wow. <laughs> the okay, fuck? man, I'll go first. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. We could have a no, more no, democratic no, no, no. way of doing Let's, it. I guess we'll I'll go say...
0: alphabetically: Apodaca, Campbell, Weiger. So you get two right off oh, the back. Oh, interesting. Weiger.
1: Yeah, but missing out on the top two is really tough. In this that draft. is really tough. We can we, let's. How about this? Um, oh, I wish there was a. Uh, Maybe no the way. person let's, who
0: goes first should be the one who has the most physical copies of N sixty four games in within reach. Hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do any of you have a dice somewhere,
0: <laughs> or a dice. die, a single die, a single die, not within an
1: arms not reach? Within an arm's one reach. Wait, but how yeah. would that
0: work? I would just roll and then tell you. That seems, what the number is, yeah. That seems like bullshit because I would just look down and be like, oh, I got a six. Okay, well, well yeah, why I you do that.
2: I got a virtual die at freeonlinedice.com and I got a six. So I think I'm first.
1: You know, um, I will also say this I did not own a Nintendo 64. I have not played a lot of Nintendo 64 games, but I have a list.
2: I think the, I'm going to say, I think the, the haggling over this is not interesting and, and it, 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 it hurts me the most, but let's just go alphabetically <laughs> because then we could just get on with it. I'll, I'll do two picks in a row. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do the turnaround. And I'll do my best. I'm good with that. If you guys are,
0: I don't, I, I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. Cause I was trying to figure out a method. So I'll go with whatever you said,
2: go back to alphabetical order. Great. Matt,
1: Heather Weiger. Okay. I'm going to go or I guess first. Or
2: Apodaca campbell
0: Weiger.
1: Yes. Okay. My first pick in the draft, it's like, yeah, no shit, I guess, right? Super Mario 64.
0: Yeah, no shit, I guess.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a no shit, but I could see also Ocarina of Time going there. Yeah. It's, I think it's one of those two. Mm. I, I would probably do Mario 64, but I think that's, a, that, that's mm. it's just Ocarina like, of Time is a fine it's, pick.
1: For me, it's Mm-mm. like the one... Nintendo 64 game that I have like experience with because we played it on the show. We also like I played the I think I played the DS version first. So like it's I could I could sink some hours into this. It's endlessly replayable. You could just keep doing it. Like to me, if it's like a uh, if this these are the only five games that I get to play, I would want one Mario game. And it's like the Mario game for Nintendo 64.
0: Wow. I think Weiger's in for a treat. I'm in for a treat. I think he's in for a treat because I think I'm he's in not, for a treat. I think he's not expecting what I'm going to pick as the first game for my N64. But Matt, continue. Uh, I mean that's that's it really.
1: Like it's like I I just I like the game. That's why I picked it. And um, <laughs> I uh, I I yeah, I didn't have Nintendo 64. So like if if this draft, if the premise of the draft is these are the five games that I get and I'm playing it on um, the, the console that it was designed for, that's exciting to me, and I would love to play uh, Super Mario 64 on a Nintendo 64.
0: Oof. You should come over sometime, Matt. Yeah. I, get ho- I got one hooked up to a... Wow. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> no, I'd love to. I'd love nothing sometimes,
0: more. Sometimes I'll see Al Paducah on Fortnite, and he won't party with me, and I'm like, what?
1: Sometimes I'm just on. What? Sometimes I look to see what's going on, and then... Like if there's like an update or something that I wanted to be checking out. But sometimes I don't always play. And I am always often worried. I hope Heather doesn't see me and think I don't yeah, want no, to play I do.
0: with her. I do. I
1: always want to play with
0: Heather. Often I'll be playing with somebody else and they'll tell me Apadaka is online. So they'll be like, oh, wow, Apodaka online. And, and then like, they leave your is, game and play with me. Why is he? Why? Why?
1: All I want to do is play Fortnite with Heather. That's Mario
0: sixty four. I, I I think it's important. Great choice. I think it's important to con- to give a little context. I know we've talked about this game on the podcast. I know everybody talks about this game, but the idea that Mario sixty four is the first game that Apodaca would pick, arguably the most powerful draft for the console, and it was a fucking launch title. Like, yeah, putting Mario sixty four into your N sixty four. Day and date when the system drops, and being like, Oh my god, the PlayStation and the Saturn are fucked. Yeah, and then it didn't happen.
1: It would be like if The Godfather was like the first movie, (laughs) right? Like, Jesus, what man, this is
0: good. Wow, movies are movies are going to be insane. (laughs) Yeah, this is where we're starting. (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) Instead, it was like a a movie of somebody like walking.
2: (laughs) 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 I remember getting my my Super Mario sixty four my my launched version of Super Mario sixty four and my Nintendo sixty four because it was in such hot demand when it released that I had to go to separate stores. I had to go to like a Toys R Us uh, to get my console. And then I had to go to a separate—I guess it would have been an EB Games in that era—to get the game itself. Wow, yeah, but I got him. I got him in in 1996. Played the shit out of him, and you know what? I had the time of my fucking life. Yeah, it's
0: an incredible game. It' great pick. Incredible game, and my I know we played it. We played it on the show, and you guys were like, "Oh, this didn't age very well." Fuck you. It's incredible.
2: I didn't say it did. I I said, look, it's got some elements that are that the, the turning radius does not quite feel as well as I Go remember to
1: sleep. it. Honk, shoe, honk shoo. Bing.
0: All right. I'm up. Incredible
1: game. Yeah. <laughs> my, number dra- my number one draft
0: my number one draft for the N sixty four. Not necessarily my favorite game for the system, but if I'm gonna front load this this system with with some powerhouses so that people want to play my N64 it's got to be Mario Kart 64
2: wow wow i am shocked. shocked i understand the pick but i am shocked
0: here's why i bet in terms of tonnage of hours played and i'm calculating based on uh, uh, most Mario Kart games are played multiplayer so you have to multiply the hours played by two at, at minimum, sometimes four, oftentimes in dorm rooms in the 90s by four, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That means that for every hour, you're getting four hours. And I bet there are more hours sunk into Mario Kart 64 than any other, with maybe the exception of GoldenEye, uh, any other cart on the system. Yeah. So while it is not um beautiful, it's it's kind of a like if you look at it now those sprites on that 3D background has a it's kind of a gnarly aesthetic, but Mario Kart 64 is more fun than any other game on the console. So mm. that's why it is my number one draft pick for our console draft. Of the N64. Remember when it was called the Ultra 64? God damn, I wish yes, they yeah. kept that name.
2: Remember when the GameCube was called the Dolphin? Ah. Wish they kept that name.
0: You would. <laughs> that that system barely squeaked by. Can you imagine if it had been called the Dolphin?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Shaped like a dolphin instead of a cube? <laughs> <laughs> Fin-shaped uh, discs? Uh, okay, so my I get two picks in a row here. And I feel like this is where I just win the draft, at least from my perspective. I'm taking both Zeldas from Holy this shit. To the shit. 3d Zeldas uh, Ocarina of time. I'll take first because it has the better legacy. But then with my next pick, I will take the game that I actually think is a superior game. The uh, legend of Zelda Majora's mask. Fantastic game. A- a- amazing. They had two just mainline 3d Zeldas that were both fucking bangers. Also, a time loop game, and just like it just does the time, it executes the time loop better than almost anything, still. Uh, So, yeah, those are my two picks Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask, Snake Style. We're back to Heather for your next pick.
4: Okay, everyone.
0: It's time for this thick. I don't want to do that. Why would you? You don't say have it? to. You said it. Nobody was snake style made again. you.
2: Nobody. We're talking about the order of the draft. Not All right. the, Some sort of character you need to do.
0: Shocked that you went to Zelda's, just as shocked as I think you were when I went cart. Because my second mm. pick is GoldenEye sixty four. So now I, I've front loaded my system with two multiplayer heavy games, but that yeah. y- you can't sleep on the single player experience of GoldenEye. True. Running running up to a dude in the nineties. And headshotting him a bunch with a silencer. Like a bunch. So he goes, and then like falls into this like pre-scripted collapsing motion while you continue to like triple tap him on the way down. You get that nice sound that so good. But this was the game. Like if Mario Kart 64 is the game that anybody gets to play, because everybody gets a chance to win at Mario 64. There's that. There's a, a lot of um, elasticity to that last place prize fulfillment in Mario 64. Like the chance sure. that you'll slingshot all the way to the lead, always there in that final lap. Yeah. But GoldenEye multiplayer is a very rigorous video games game with a lot of Direct competition between you and your friends. Um, Yeah, it's got to be Goldeneye. So those are my top two. My my system, a surprising multiplayer system.
2: Yeah, better make sure you got four controllers. And four proper controllers, yeah, for proper controllers four have the weren't those controllers like
0: fifty dollars? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they were really expensive, but yeah. they're the kind of thing you look at controllers these days, and you're just like, oh, the new the new PS5 controller is two hundred dollars. Yeah, okay, so
4: yeah,
1: comparative bargain. Great pick, great pick, great
4: Abedaga. great pick.
1: You're up. Uh, so this is where now I have to really start thinking because the heavy like not all of the heavy hitters are gone. Right? But there are quite a few heavy hitters spoken for at this point. And I got to say, Heather's first pick, Mario Kart 64, really took something from me. Uh, But that's fine. That's what the draft is. Because, like, I've never really finished Ocarina of Time. I've never played Majora's Mask. I have very little Zelda experience outside of, like, Breath of the Wild. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh the Link's Awakening remake, which I loved. For my draft, if I already have a single player platformer, I am gonna want a racing game. And I have two options. Hmm. But which one do I want? Which one speaks to me? Hmm. Well, you have two picks in a row. You could take them both. I could take them both. But I think I only want one. Okay. Episode one, to be precise.
0: Holy shit! Star Wars one Episode One picks? Racer. <laughs> no way! Oh my god! Oh, I thought that was safe. No. I thought that was safe.
1: Nothing safe in the draft.
0: Wow! It was on, it was
2: on my big board. I uh, I didn't know if I'd be available for
4: me.
1: Yeah, because when we, we did we that, covered on the podcast. Yeah, we did it with Lapkus, and mm-hmm. it was a it was a blast. It's great. Oh, it's like no. not great, but it's fun. It's it's uh
4: oh it, no.
1: It's it's. Uh, I had to pick it because, uh, you know, pod racing. Now, this is pod racing. Sure. Um, so, I'm, ha- I'm happy I got that one on the board here. And now, now I can have a little fun. Now I can relax a little bit. And I can't think of a more relaxing game than Pokemon Snap, baby. Pokemon good. Snap's on the board. It wasn't in danger, but I felt like I had it's
2: to claim pick.
4: it. It's a good no, pick. No, that's
1: a good pick. Fuck.
2: Fuck. Yeah, they, the uh that's that's also one that I think is very fondly remembered. Yes, and has kind of like grown in esteem over time because I think there's there I think I think back in the at, at the day like people played it, but there was a little bit of a like this is for kids or like what the fuck is this? You take pictures and now like since like it, people have come to terms of, like oh it's okay for a game just be relaxing. Yes, and chill. I I think that it, it's kind of grown. Uh in, in its legacy, and obviously there was the new edition that came out. All right, Heather, back to you. Which was really good. Mario Kart sixty four, Goldeneye 007 is your roster so far. Your
0: third pick. <sighs> Oof. Well uh I don't think it's in danger, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna choose I can't believe you. I can't believe it. I thought racer was a sh- was a I thought I was safe. I'm going to go with Perfect Dark. Wow. Well, you might be thinking to yourself, Heather, you've chosen an expansion pack to Goldeneye as your third game, but it's not. Requiring the use of the um, add-in RAM pack for the N64 in order to play at full capacity, this game is everything Goldeneye did but better with its own original story and a female protagonist, Joanna Dark. The game was huge, uh, had like a, a really nice hub world, like area where you could train uh, and get better with the weaponry. It also had one of my favorite weapons in the history of video gaming, the laptop gun, which is a laptop that you use to hack into a, a computer on one of the levels Then you fold it up, it becomes like a briefcase style automatic weapon. Then you can throw it on the ground and it becomes a motion sensing turret. It's a great, but also, like, very cool. If you throw it on the ground, you have no more access to the laptop gun, right? So you could be, you could like set yourself up a a barricade, but if you run in, run out of ammo on your main weapon, you're fucked. You just got to punch. With those with those disembodied hands in front of in front of the screen. <laughs> um so yeah, perfect dark, one of my favorite, one of my personal favorite games for the N64. Hours and hours and hours of multiplayer fun. Uh Perfect Dark.
2: Nick White uh, you've got two. Very very good pick. By the way, the laptop gun is the kind of thing that I would expect Heather to just have within arm's reach. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those. Um, Okay. so uh, the the first off, I'm just I am floored that uh, this that what I want is still available. Wow. So I'm feeling pretty good in terms of where I am in in draft position going third, having the turnaround. That said, I I almost was like, okay, I got to have something third party. But at this point, I feel like I'm still going first party which you know there were some decent first party f- games for this this console or some decent third party games for this console but I kind of feel like with these first party ones still on the board I just got to take them so I'm taking first off uh a, a a we're talking we're talking multiplayer we're talking dorm room games I'm taking one of my picks obviously it was superseded uh it 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 was the the next entry uh it, it outperformed it both critically and commercially. Uh but I still the original damn playable and you know what? It birthed the franchise Super Smash Brothers. Wow. I'm taking Super Smash Brothers. I got myself some four player action. And then you know what? After everyone's the uh after everyone's tired, gone back to their own rooms and I got the console to myself for a little bit. I'm going to play an RPG. Single player. Also first party. You
0: say Quest 64. I'm going to hang up.
2: <laughs> There's no fucking way I'd say Quest 64. I don't want to control Brian, the player character of Quest 64, that shitty world. No. I, I say first party. It's actually Intelligent Systems, which might be second party. I think it's still technically first party. But uh, Paper Mario is my wow. fucking aesthetically gorgeous and it's it's so it has got such a cool like very simplified JRPG system that's a little bit active and I love the writing of this series so I I you know the Paper Mario games kind of went far afield from the original two which I think still do it best uh, but Paper Mario one uh, another new Nintendo franchise that was birthed on this console uh, that's what I add to my roster uh, back to Heather your fourth pick
0: all right I know what my fifth pick is. But my fourth pick has been unseated. So...
2: You know what your... I'm just trying to figure this, the logic here. You know what your fifth
0: pick is? I know what my fifth one is. Okay. I don't know what my fourth one is. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, this is a late entry. And it's just for the pleasure of playing it. I'm choosing Wave Race 64. Because... Wow. The feeling of the game is kind of not a feeling that you get in video games anymore. This pleasant, sunny, beachy race game with excellent, to this day, excellent water physics. Like the, yes. the the enjoyment of hitting waves in Wave Race is, that. I mean, that's the game. It's like, it's fun to hit a wave. I'm not a beachy person. I'd probably rather be in the Arctic circle than (laughs) in Santa Monica. (laughs) But Wave Ray 64 presents an idealized beach experience where it's a perfect temperature, the perfect blue sky, and you don't get sand anywhere in, uh, in your body, and you don't have to be in a swimsuit. I don't like those things. I'm the Anakin Skywalker of of beaches. <laughs> it's also got a really good soundtrack. Wave Race 64 is a really good soundtrack. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up so we can we can hear a little bit. Sure. Uh, oh, I
1: love
2: it.
0: Of Wave Race 64 OST, Dolphin Park is one of your first race arenas, and here's that smooth sound of the 1990s hitting your speakers, pumped out by my N64.
1: God damn, that's fucking good.
0: It's <laughs> so good.
2: If you were on hold and this is playing, <laughs> you're like, man, I hope they don't pick up.
0: It's <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good.
2: That's a great pick, Heather. I think this is that's one of those games that was also like a system seller. Yeah. Like low key, it's like like that and Pilot Wing 64 were both just like, "Oh wow, this is what 3D gaming can do." Uh and so and I remember like that that being like playing the shit out of that. Surprise the series has been dormant since the GameCube cuz they released like the the second they released Wave Wave Race Blue Storm and then that was and that, that was I think a GameCube launch title and then that was it. And I was like, that feels like that series has had legs. They could have just kept making them. But, you know, fucking whatever. Fucking Nintendo. Uh, Great pick. All right. uh, You've got Mario Kart 64, GoldenEye 007, Perfect Dark, Wave Race 64. Matt, you've got Super Mario 64, Star Wars Episode One Racer, Pokemon
1: Snap, and your fourth and final picks, which will happen right now. Okay. So I know that I have the Racer game, which probably did support multiplayer, but I feel like I need another multiplayer experience. It was just two player, but yes, just there was two. multiplayer. I, yeah. And you know I got more than one friend. You know that. Okay. Sure. So I I I So I need I need I need a game where all three of my friends can play. And what I have left, I'm sort of at a, a bit of an impasse, you know? There's a a series of games I could pick from, but which one in the series? And I did a little research. This one seems to be of the ones released on a Nintendo 64, regarded as the best one, so I'm picking wow. for my fourth pick, Mario Party 2. Hmm. Mario Party. Mario Party 2 is my fourth pick, and then for my fifth pick, you know, I've never played this game, but I know that it's beloved, mm-hmm. and it fits right into my. One of my favorite type of games from my youth, the 3D action platformer. So for my fifth and final pick, I simply must pick Banjo-Kazooie. Great pick. That one was definitely
2: on my list. I was hoping it would still be hanging around. Rare platformer. A lot of fun. Uh, I think the... the, the, I I honestly prefer it to Tui. There are two two yes. games in the series, and I think Tui got a little bit bloated. There was just too much going on. the too, the The collecting was the the thon was kind of at its apex with that game and Donkey Kong sixty four. And I both think they were just not as good as the as 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 the original BK.
1: Great pick. That's and that's and you know what? It's in the news because I guess uh, Nick Offerman on a talk show was asked if he had played a video game. Prior to like The Last of Us, and he said that um, prior to starring in The Last of Us, yeah, and he said that the last video game he played was Banjo Kazooie because he played it for two weeks straight and said, "I'm never going to do that again." <laughs> 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 that rules. So that's what got him out of video games was Banjo Kazooie. So I want to what a national treasure. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to see what he's. I want to see what he's <laughs> talking about. Yeah.
2: Uh, all right, uh, you uh, you've got banjo, you got Mario Party Two, and Banjo Kazooie. Uh, that brings us back to Heather for your fifth pick, which you knew in
0: advance. I knew in we'll advance because I knew neither of you jerks would choose it. My fifth pick is *Sin and Punishment*, a game that was not released in the West until the Wii, and when the Wii came out, they put it up on the virtual console so you could play it. I'm going to read. From Gamers Republic Magazine, January 2001, a clip from a review. With Sin and Punishment, my Gawa and company have achieved best ever status once again because, because it is, by some degree, the best straight action game for the N64. Five years into its life cycle, and they have literally taken every other developer to school. Treasure has the N64 doing things we have never seen it do, in a game that actually transcends the hardware. It doesn't matter what systems you own, Dreamcast, PS2, PC, whatever. Everything else melts away as you sink into Sin and Punishment's amazing gameplay and form a connection with its incredible characters, science fiction story, and ingenious gameplay. Sin and Punishment is an on-rails shooter a la Panzer Dragoon, Space Harrier, etc., where you control a character running with the D-pad and aiming with the... Analog stick. So like it's a that's not a a a game. Like usually you have your left hand on the analog stick and your right hand on the buttons. In this game, you had your right hand on the analog stick and your left hand on the D-pad. Fucking crazy. But it was an excellent game. I've got um, in case you aren't familiar with it, Matt. Uh, I've got a a bit of gameplay to share with you here on the podcast. Why don't you start at 338 on that uh, YouTube link I sent you? And uh, why don't you show it also so we can comment on, on how fucking awesome it was. Let's go. So your main character is running down a highway and shooting, I don't know, Construction equipment? (laughs) Objects. Objects. And it is so much fun to play. This was one of those games that was, like, talked about. Like, oh, my God, there's a game called Sin and Punishment. And I was like, oh, is it out? Is it coming out? And it was never released. And then when it finally did come out, it was on the Wii and buried and nobody gave a shit. But... This look at how good this game looks. It I looks can't like believe a fucking it. PS PS two game on the N sixty four. Like there's tons of textures, there's tons of color, and there's a, a sense of scale that uh that was lacking in a lot of N sixty four games. It's fucking great.
2: Yeah, I wonder if how much of it is just like that the the camera angle. Like they did they're doing a good job of of kind of limiting the draw distance there. Partly with it with kind of a lower angle and then also with just um, uh, just like so many like there's so many blockades in front of you that are that you're just like, you know, uh, blasting through as you progress. I never played uh, I, I've never played Sin and Punishment. That's a, that's that's part of my uh, you know, that there there were some N64 more niche games that were third party that I know were like kind of hidden gems. And that was one of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, Treasure was kind of on one in this stretch. Treasure had the, you know, they had Mischief Makers another N64 exclusive, but they also, in this this era, they had Radiant Silver Gun. Oh, my God. Uh, and, then, and then Ikaruga, which was, uh, you know, oh! came for Dreamcast. And so, uh, yeah, really, uh, and now they were, available they were for making the Switch. some crazy shit. Yeah.
0: So, so play that one. So fucking good.
2: Wow, great pick. Incredible pick. Dude, I never would have is... known of that. This is such a we're kind of our, our rosters are kind of drifting into, you know, naturally glomming towards each of our tastes because it feels like you've got a lot of like these are competitive action oriented games. These are gamers games, Heather. I feel like you've kind of got you are kind of landed in that uh, neck of the woods, uh, whereas uh, me, you know, I got some more single player experiences, some more stuff that's a little bit more story based. And for this final pick of mine.
0: A released-only-in-Japan hentai doujin game for the N64.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. I wish. (laughs) I got a lot of directions I could go here. First off, I was talking about niche uh, third party games. There's a couple more that I've never played that I know are widely regarded, and I wish I had the fucking gamer cred to pick one of these right here. But Beetle Adventure Racing and Space Station Silicon Valley are two games I always see come up as like, oh, yeah, those are two. Those are fucking awesome N64 games. I just never played them. Uh, So I can't speak to those. I should I should uh, try to to play them uh, on an emulator at some point and see what the fuss was all about. Uh, for my final pick of a lot of directions I could go. You know, I could pick like a Diddy Kong Racing, I could pick a third party game, like like Rayman 2, The Great Escape. Uh, I, I was th- thinking of Rares Blast Core, which was a game that's really wow. unique. Wow. And I I was I I thought I could have some fun uh fucking around with that. But you know what? Honestly, I think I gotta go with another first party game. Oh. Because partly there were there were two major accessories for the Nintendo 64. Uh, one was the expansion pack, which came pretty late in its life uh, uh, lifespan and was bundled with Donkey Kong 64. And that one added more, more RAM, and it enhanced a bunch of games and made other ones playable. Uh, I don't think I actually have anything on my roster that would benefit from the expansion pack. Maybe Majora's Mask, but I honestly don't know. So I'm not going to go with that one. And also Donkey Kong 64, kind of a bloated mess. Uh, instead, I'm going to go for the game that was bundled with the Rumble pack which introduced force feedback, uh one of many innovations that were present in this this weird console that was the Nintendo 64, uh along with the analog stick. I am going to go with the, the game that came with the rumble pack, Star Fox 64. Wow, nicely
0: done. Nicely done. Star
2: Fox 64 is a fun game. Um it's a little slight. Uh, I think I I think you know you can kind of play through that the 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 main quest Depending on how you branch through it, and in just a couple of play sessions, it's not very long, but it is cool. Uh, it looks pretty good, and that Rumble Pack, hey, that that get, that adds a lot to a, a lot of its library. So I'm gonna go in Star Fox 64 with Rumble Pack to round out my five some. Uh, let's go ahead and recap, Matt. You have Super Mario 64, Star Wars Episode One Racer, Pokemon Snap, Mario Party 2, Banjo Kazooie. Solid roster, top to bottom. Heather. Mario Kart 64, Golden Knight 007, Perfect Dark, Wave Race 64, Sin and Punishment. And uh, me, I got Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Feeling very good about that. Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, and Star Fox 64 with the Rumble Pack pack Pack-In. There you go. That's the fucking N64 console draft. A
0: great draft. That was really a lot of fun. It was super fun. I had a blast. Super fun. We'll do it again. Yeah, well, do it again. Uh, it made me want to play Sin and Punishment. Yeah,
1: like I was
2: like, made oh, me want to play should, Sin and Punishment. I should fucking
0: like go out and play some more Sin and Punishment.
1: Yeah,
2: maybe we want to play that fictional uh, Japan-only hentai game you mentioned.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it exists, man.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, it's time for a segment. Uh, the segment we're doing is the Question Block.
1: <laughs> all right, so these are all sourced from our Discord, and folks, wow. Let me just say something real quick. A lot of great questions. Uh, it's kind of tricky to get them through the discord because everybody's in there right and so you get like i got like 170 questions in like 30 minutes um so then i had to cut off the thread and we're taking them all and we're doing them all that's right so buckle up bitch uh-
2: <laughs> no people would be so happy if we released like a fucking 11 hour episode where we answer 170
1: They'd questions you would it. never get enough of it Uh, but you know, maybe we'll do, maybe we can do a big question block episode again one day or something, but, uh, I got some, I, I specifically asked for, um, questions that that they didn't necessarily have to be video game related. So these are just like, these are just questions that people have for us that they want to know. Um, and some of them are video game questions or, you know, tangential at least. So here we go. So here we go. This one's from Duckhead on our discord and they write. What is your coffee routine like?
2: Oh, shit. Fuck. I love this. Oh, I love boy. it too. So, so, okay. So I've got a couple of, uh, uh, my, my setup is, it, it, it's just a step above baseline, but it's one of those things where you kind of like, you, you make a couple of improvements and all of a sudden you're having a much better home brew. Mm-hmm. And so i've I grind my own beans fresh yes, that's my big thing. I invested in a in a grinder. I got myself an encore grinder, which is kind of like it's a burr grinder it's kind of an entry level burr grinder as opposed to a blade grinder uh when you get the burr grinder it gets the beans just like a little bit more consistent I guess it or or, or the granules a little bit more consistent um and gets a a a better brew so I use that and then I have an oxo just drip coffee maker uh just very basic for me. And uh, but but, you know, gets a job done. I don't have to mess around with a French press or whatever. I can still sleepily just sort of, you know, d- grind up my beans, uh, throw them in there and uh, and let it do its thing. As far as what I do with my coffee, I usually take it black, but sometimes it comes out piping hot and I want to have a little sip. So I'll throw it. I'll just do like a splash of oat milk. Uh, as far as when I get coffee out, my go to is an oat milk latte. Mm-hmm. That's usually what I do. Ah, uh, but but at home, yeah, just just grinding some beans and uh, drinking it drinking it straight up. And hey, you know what? I got some coffee right now in this thermos mug. He's been doing it the whole time, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we call that the prestige. Amazing. Ah, uh, Heather, I know you have a pretty involved um coffee rig. I think yes. Um, yeah. But I I I'll, I'll say I have a pretty simple one. I just got a French press this year and that's my new favorite thing. I also have a bean grinder. Yeah. It's a blade bean grinder though, but I guess I was reading for the French press that uh you want the beans to be ground but like not powder kind of you know what I mean? Like not like fully ground. So like it's it's better for the French press for them to be a little more uh uh I don't know what the word it would be for it, a little less uh, ground, but like ground enough. Uh, so I've been doing that, and I I was a drip boy before, and now I'm a French press guy. I, I really love my French press. Wow. and I do I'm same if I'm out, I'm getting if I especially if I'm like having a nice little treat, I'm going to La Cologne getting a oat milk draught latte, which I uh, love. I love that. Um, but at home, I have almond milk, unsweetened vanilla. And Ooh. I've been playing with these syrups. I was gifted some syrups recently that are like sugar-free syrups. I got a salted caramel one in there. Give that a little splash sometimes. I got fancy this year. That's nice. Pretty nice. Wow. All right, Heather.
0: So I have always been... Um, uh, coffee scientist type, you know, like the <laughs> like going through phases where I'm like, oh, now I'm using this lava filter from Japan. Oh, now mm. I'm I'm using a pour over. Um, and uh, Mary, uh, because she is a a great partner, witnessed this and got me a gift for my birthday last year of a full blown luxury espresso machine. It is nicer than anything in the house it is f- <laughs> wow. nicer than my car it's it's i've joked that it's like <laughs> we've we've got like a like just a you know some furniture and like a file cabinet and then there's just a ferrari parked in the kitchen and that's <laughs> yeah. what it's that's what it's like um she did a ton of research and she got me this machine uh so I do a I have two scales. My first scale has a um uh, a Hario, I think. No, wait. Is Hario the video game company? Well, I don't remember. Hmm. There's a, I have a, a beaker that I measure my beans in. I measure each day. I don't Then I have a, a a fancy fucking grinder that she got me for my birthday and it has a timed grind uh as well as burr grind. So it's not just grinding by, um, by weight and by, um, uh, this, the, the sand like, uh, density of your espresso grind, but it's also grinding by time. Um, I, uh, I have, a, a spring loaded, uh, uh, damper, damper stamper for my, uh, from my espresso. Uh, so I measure my beans, grind them by time and by weight, Uh, Then I fill up my my portafilter. I stamp my fucking grind. And then I have a different scale that goes underneath my espresso that measures my flow rate and the grams of coffee that I am making by by weight of the espresso pour of my pull. Jesus Christ. Uh, And then I love (laughs) this. I have a separate (laughs) milk frother uh, and my goal when I got this back in November was to learn how to make latte art. So now every morning I'm also making myself like a nice leaf pattern or hearts or uh, or whatever on the top of my uh, oat milk latte. Um, I've got several different espresso uh, beans so I can change my flavor profile according to the bean that I want that morning. Um, and I'm ruined because the (laughs) coffee that I make at home (laughs) is now better than the coffee at say La Colombe or Intelligentsia.
1: Wow. Right.
0: Uh, and I've watched a ton. I'm on like coffee TikTok now where I'm watching people's different. I have like a little, there's like a little needle guy that I'd never even seen a little. It's like a, it's like a, imagine a thimble. With with millimeter style hair needles sticking out of it, mm-hmm. and then you brush your espresso in the portafilter in order to create the perfect balance of your espresso before you stamp it. Like I have that thing. Wow, I'm so I don't know. Is that character consistency? A hundred percent. Okay.
2: Yeah, could not be more consistent. Yeah. Well, I, I love any time we have a question where you know we go in order and then we have Heather back clean up, and then she just like cucks both of us <laughs> with a more <laughs> elaborate answer. I always love that dynamic. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what's some good music to play while you're, li- while you're drinking some brew? Oh, wow. Little Persona 5 coffee shop music. Heading out, sitting down in Café LeBlanc. Maybe doing a little studying, sipping some of Sojiro's special brew. Maybe you give your
1: teacher a call.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's coming over in a maid outfit to give you a massage.
1: That's fine. She's going to clean your room. That's normal. She's like fucking <laughs> sick. Um, <laughs> uh, great, great question. Great question. Love that. Thank you, Duckhead. Um, thanks, Duckhead. <laughs> uh, I, a couple of these are just like kind of like rapid fire ones we can just get get through quick thoughts on the last of us show so far i'm watching it and i think it's great i haven't watched it can't comment
0: uh i watched it and i think it's fantastic
1: it's really really great it's really it's
0: it's really incredible
1: yeah they've done a good job and
0: i think we're not we're not dedicating an episode to it because um for a for a for a lot of reasons um but i think primarily we all work in this industry yeah and so it's it's hard to comment on a TV show that is actively airing that may or may not have people involved that you are that, you know, through production. It's true.
1: Right. I'm friends with the clicker.
0: Maybe
2: one of us. Yeah. Maybe one of us was was Craig Mason's groomsman. We don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> or shared a dorm room with him in college. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your Oh, that was from? puffin stuff I should say. Uh I didn't I didn't say who it was from.
0: I want to go a little bit further and say that ep- episode 3 was fucking incredible. And as a uh as a as a as a gay person watching this fucking show, am I gay or am I queer? I've never really identified as anything. So as a <laughs> as a human in a we'll gay relationship, Well, yeah, we'll tell you. Yeah, fucking figure it out. Uh, <laughs> uh it was it was incredible. God. I can't imagine that episode of television airing in my youth and that yeah. is extremely emotional for me. Uh I can't believe it exists. It's so cool.
1: My mom has been watching it cuz she I mean she likes shows like The Last of Us. Doesn't play games. But she she sure. called me cuz she wanted to talk about the show. And she was like is are games like this? <laughs> <Like, laughs> she's like, I kind of want to play it. And I was like, I'll give you my PS4 if you want to play it. Like, don't make <laughs> don't make me come down there and make you play this video game. Uh, but she's really, really loving it. And she's just like so impressed with like what video games have uh, become, she was telling me. Um, this one's from Fakie51. What is your go-to karaoke song? Do you guys do karaoke? Yeah, I haven't done it in a while.
2: I used to do it pretty consistently. I usually opt for Elvis. And I, you know, like I, I, I I'll i do, I would say probably if I had a go, a go-to song, it would be Teddy Bear. Oh, I would do Elvis's Teddy Bear, but you know, I'll do a, 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 I'll do a, a hound dog. I'll do a Viva Las Vegas, you know, I'll mix it up a little bit. Burning Love is challenging. I don't, I, I, I've, 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 I've stumbled with Burning Love before, Ah, uh, but that one's fun. My, I used to have a, I used to do as a crowd pleaser, and it, you just can't do it anymore because it, it, it comes across differently. But I used to do as a, as a semi-ironic crowd pleaser. I'd do a "God Bless the USA," <laughs> which is a song, a song I know by heart because we had to learn it in Boy Scouts. Oh sure, uh, which was an interesting bit of indoctrination. And in, in hindsight, mm-hmm. but the, but yeah, I, I would go out and do and belt out "God Bless the USA," and people would fucking love it. So. But, but yeah, usually Elvis. Us. It's good.
0: It's good. I am um, When I uh, worked at Boom Chicago, I discovered that I could do a Bjork impression. Uh, so I do <laughs> a full impression Bjork rendition of uh, It's Oh So Quiet is my go-to karaoke oh, song, um, which is a fun also arc. Like it's a nice story circle for whatever bar you're in because when that starts, people are like, ugh. But uh, you can get you can get the whole room on board by the end of the song.
1: For me, I it's not my favorite thing to do, but I will do it like with like a group of friends or like my girlfriend or something. Um, a couple of times I've like picked a track, knowing I wasn't going to sing that song, but the Weird Al mm-hmm. version, because <laughs> I know the Weird Al version of the song. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fu- that's a nice. Flex. So people are like, oh, he's gonna do. He's gonna do "Beat It" by Michael Jackson. What's that gonna be like? Psych. I'm doing "Eat It, Baby." <laughs> uh, oh, uh, "Gangster's Paradise" by Coolio. Uh no, 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 no. Amish Paradise, baby. <laughs> uh, so having fun. Do I? Ha- I'll have fun doing that. Um, but more recently, yeah, it's like it's fun to pick a crowd pleaser, like something that like, gonna get people like excited. And I feel like people, friends, friends of mine, people like in in, in my age group. Really respond to, um, any sort of, like, anything that would have been on, like, K-Rock here in, like, from, like, 1998 to, like, 2004. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll sometimes do, like, The Killers, which is, like, you know, early 2000s. Oh, that's fun. Sort of, like, Mr. Brightside. That's a good, Uh, that's a good. People love that. Uh, recently, I I saw a, a friend of my girlfriend's, uh, do, uh, Elvis's uh if I can dream. And it brought the fucking house down and it made us obsessed with yeah. not just that song, but like her doing it. We were like, wow, when when your friend did that, it was so cool. We loved it. We still talk about it. It was months ago.
2: Yeah, it's fucking rad. When sometimes when, sometime, when so, like that, that's the one thing is just when a genuinely great singer steps up and does karaoke. it's yeah. like, oh my God, this
1: is this is sometimes great. it can seem like, like too much, but I feel like when it's when it's done right, oh man. People love exactly, it.
2: yeah. Not going to musical theatery. Not trying to be like this is about me right now, but just like genuinely heartfelt. This is oh that 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 person has. Yeah, advice. the
0: hardest I've ever seen somebody turn a room uh, was Nick. You remember Kevin Manwarren? Uh, oh yeah, uh, he sang a song I just linked in the uh, in our chat uh, at uh, Brass Monkey here in Los Angeles, and I'd love Apodaca if you would just play. Uh, play this song uh, which it's insane that you can karaoke this song
4: I hear people say we don't need this war but I say there's some things Worth fighting for Jesus. What about our freedom And this Good piece ground, Yeah. ground
2: We didn't get to keep them
4: By backing down <laughs> They say we don't realize The mess we're getting in Before you start your preaching Let me ask you this, my friend <laughs> How it felt
1: that day. Oh Jesus. <laughs>
2: fire, and her away.
1: Oh my began, god.
2: When those fell? <laughs> oh, you're just making subtext text now. Okay.
0: Um who who's whose song that's is that? Daryl Worley with the song Have You Forgotten? Uh, one wow. of the lyrics. That brings us into the bridge is, uh, and they say we shouldn't worry about Bin Laden. Have you forgotten?
2: Oh my God! <laughs> wow. So what turned the room exactly? <laughs> just, just when the song started. The,
0: there was this. No, so nobody knows this song, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's w- funny. When suddenly somebody is sing belting in a country voice. Uh-huh. Have you forgotten when those towers fell? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the room turns and looks at the singer, and it's like, "Holy shit, what is happening?" Because the again, the lyrics the, from 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 that point forward are just a description of September 11th. Like, yeah. they're it's it's insane that the song exists. Um, I don't know where he heard it, but uh, he knew it very well and then fucking wrecked the room like people standing up with ironic, non-ironic patriotism (laughs) Uh, in like the 20. It was like, I think I saw him do it for the first time somewhere around like 2007. So it was pretty. uh... Anyway, shout out to a guy who's not listening to the show. Uh, yeah. And uh, a night of karaoke we like Kevin that I have not forgotten.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a not similar anecdote, but it is this in the same ballpark. I used to go and do karaoke regularly at this place called Dell's Saloon, now Clothes Bar. It's under new ownership, new name. Uh, and they had weekly karaoke. And the KJ was this big, like, burly barrel chested uh, former special forces guy who wore a Hawaiian shirt. So like a big dude, but very friendly, very garrulous, always saying secret agent, man. Cool. So there was this dude who was a, who was kind of a, a bald on top, long and back guy, kind of the, 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 the Fraser crane sort of hairstyle. That's the direction I'm headed. Um, and he was, he was, he was a regular there and he would always just like sing Sinatra, you know, great voice. People liked him, knew him. I don't remember what his name was. Let's just call him bill. Uh, anyway, Bill was there and uh, there was at a certain point in the night, he had Bill's over at the bar and uh, the KJ, uh, the special forces guy in the Hawaiian shirt, gets up and says, uh, hey, uh, hey, everyone, I, I just want to get everyone's attention real quick between songs. Uh, everyone, uh, everyone know Bill? We all know Bill, right? And everyone's like cl- clapping because we know Bill. Bill's a regular. We all look over there. We we, we clock our heads towards him. Bill kind of waves. He's like, he's like, everyone get a good look at Bill over there by the bar. Yeah. Bill. He's been stealing tips off the bar. You're 86. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And everyone's cheering. And then we just go like, Oh, boom. <laughs> we start booing this guy. And Bill's all fucking mad because he's like drunk. He's like trying to come at him. And then uh, and then the KJ started this big dude starts charging over there. And then like a bunch of people just push Bill out of the bar because we know it's going to they know it's going to escalate. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're like, just like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. It was it was such an energy flip from just like, hey we love this guy to boo. We hate this guy. Uh, kill him. And then he was out of the bar. And then we just went on to the next song. It was it was quite <laughs> That's something. So funny. Wow. Yeah, it honestly fucking rules. I think about it all the time. But still, it tips off the bar. You're 86. Get the fuck out of here. Wow.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, why don't we just end on that? That's fantastic. Okay, sure. Uh, I mean, We hit we ha-
0: two out of 170 questions. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I, I have a few more. <laughs> was three. There was three. I have
1: a few more, but maybe we can just keep coming back to this later somehow, because there was a lot of really great questions that I'm just like, Ask yeah, we'll do some more. more.
0: Just a couple more.
1: Okay. This one's from... Stega uh, from our Discord. Stega. Stega. Do you ever feel guilty about playing too many video games?
0: Yes.
2: Mm, yeah,
1: sure, of course.
0: Yeah, the answer is yes. I... I-
2: the answer is yes both in terms of like I should be doing something more productive which is a dumb that's that's just internalized capitalism we shouldn't be thinking in terms of using our time productively yes. uh but but the so there's that but the the bigger thing is like oh I'm neglecting my spouse which is just a thing you have it, it's the it's the gamers if you're if you're a gamer who lives with a non-gamer you're going to run into that at a certain point where it's just like okay I got to make sure that I, I may love this game uh, that I'm kind of uh, addicted to right now, but I have to make sure I'm making time for my significant other. So yeah, that that, that that's definitely a guilty.
1: Well, feeling. that p- sort of plays into another question from Waluigi is my dad. In all seriousness, how do you f- how do video games fit into your relationship with your significant other? How does the podcast slash career fit into that dynamic? Uh, and because they were like, we hear Mary on the show and like, that's like fun, but we don't really know uh, how it fits into... Matt and Nick's life. And I will Can say, I? yeah. Yeah,
0: go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. Heather, you go. Well, I wanna since Mary's brought up, I want to answer real quick that I've been in some relationships in the past where um my gaming was actively like uh insulted. Uh mm. and or like yeah. um you know, like, like like why do you why do you still engage with something for children? uh oh. like just really really negative takes about my gaming and i became sort of preconditioned to hiding it mm. to like gaming on on the sly when my partner was off to work or uh or or like immediately turning off the system and like stowing it away and mary has had a lot of difficulty with that with breaking that pattern for me so she'll ask me what I did today, and I'll be like, well, I did this, 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 and this. And I played a, a couple, just a couple of rounds of Fortnite. And she's like, you don't have to say just a couple. You can say, I played Fortnite. It's okay. Yeah. And that, that is fun? so hard for me that it, like, yeah. makes my voice tremble just saying it here on wow. the podcast. Mm.
2: Uh, Natalie does not, My my lovely wife, does not Exist. play games, really. <laughs> she's real. She's a real person. Hello, hi. I'm Marjana. Yeah, okay. The C. Heather, she's right there.
0: Yeah, she's right there. She's right there. <laughs> she is on camera. <laughs>
1: um, she, you probably feel like she's real idiot now, huh, Heather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do because I did see her
0: just then. She just stepped in and spoke to the mic and gave me a stern look.
2: <laughs> uh, anyway, she doesn't. I, I don't want to say she doesn't play games because she does play. She'll play like puzzle games. She actually, she weirdly played through all of Prince of Persia Sands of. Wow. Time. That's like one game she really right. got into when it released, but then was just like, Oh, that was fun. I guess kind of Nick Offerman style was just like, okay, I, I don't need to play games yeah. anymore. Um, <laughs> So I, you know, I've tried to get her to play like Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley. Uh, yeah, they that they, they haven't really clicked. She does have her own switch she'll she'll mess around with, but you know, it's it's not like an active thing for her. But in terms of how it relates to me and our relationship, she's like very like she's never been like like oh video games oh I can't believe you're playing video games you know I mean? like it's it's it 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 isn't the the activity is considered like any sort of uh, other. You know, hobby or whatever it's just like i could be woodworking and it'd be viewed in the same sort of way so like it's i i think she's she's gotta she's she's supportive i guess you could say in that regard like she she's she wants me to have time playing games she knows it's a thing that brings me happiness um and uh i think if if it's ever an obstacle it would just be from like me binging too much or getting too focused uh, thankfully, I don't really get frustrated at games in the same way anymore. Like it, there used yeah. to be times when I'd get like I'd I'd have like I'd get really pissed off and it really affect my mood. Now I'm a little bit more uh, tranquil about it and uh, and understand that 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 failing or losing or is sometimes just a part of gaming. And I kind of kind of take it in stride more as I've gotten older. Uh, so that's less of an issue. It's more just a matter of balancing, you know, time, my free time. Both of our collect our shared free time. Uh, with you know finding patches for my my gaming habit but yeah she, she 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 views it as a hobby and and she's interested in what I'm playing and um maybe some maybe some some light fun is being poked at, at if I'm playing something particularly stupid uh but uh
1: the, but that's it that's the extent of it yeah i I'd, I'd say it's it's similar uh in my household uh my girlfriend isabel doesn't play would i would be shocked to catch her playing a video game on her own it's not something that she's like, "Oh, I want to play this game." But if there's like a game like Mario Kart or something or like we were playing Overcooked for a little while together, um, if it's like something we can do together, she's like interested. Uh, she really loves Mario Kart. And then she'll also like to go to like like a barcade or something. Uh and like play oh, sure. like Mortal Kombat 2. Um, she loves like she loves Baraka. She wants to go and play the Baraka game, she says. Um <laughs> That's very yeah, she's fun. like I want she likes that. She loves burger time. Uh those are like her games. And but if I'm playing a game here, it is sort of like I'm doing it like if I'm done with my work or something and she's still coming home like from work or whatever. Or if there's like a weekend where like I don't have anything to do and she doesn't have anything to do and we don't want to go anywhere. I think Maddie Myers coined this term on triple click, but like we'll have like together alone time. Sure. we'll be like on the couch and she'll be like reading a book or something and I'll be like playing a game. And it's just that's 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 how you spend time. That's like that's you're not doing something together, but you are sitting together and like enjoying each other's company, just doing two separate activities. But then if it's like time to like go do something, I'm not going to be like, oh, let me just save this real quick. I'll just turn it off. It's I'll just get up and go do something. It's like it's not um, it's never an interruption in our in our day to day. It's always just like I'm doing this right now, but I can stop at any time. It's not something that I feel like I need to be doing, you know.
2: Yeah. I, I will say one one addendum. I feel like I should add, and I'm curious if you, if either of you, have any input uh, input with your SOs uh, past and present. Is the the like like dating in games is always kind of a weird thing. Uh, not necessarily like there's a, It's just kind of like like I remember I was playing Stardew Valley once. I may have talked about this on the pod. And Dali was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Is like, "Oh, yeah, I'm I'm giving Leah salads, uh, so that she'll fall in love with me." And she was like, "What the fuck
1: are you playing?"
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't always like when I was playing like uh when I was playing like cyberpunk or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was like, "Yeah, I'm really trying to sleep with Pan Am <laughs> <laughs> or whatever." Uh, yeah, but. She will often joke if there's like like a hot like girl character on the in the game or whatever. Oh, is that your girlfriend? Like she'll, she'll just te- like lightly tease me like, "Oh, you're playing the game with yeah. your girlfriend in it." And I'm like, "That's not No, it's not even like that. She's not even my girlfriend." <laughs> I'll show yeah. you my girlfriend. <laughs> um, one last question. Wow. Cuz I think this is interesting. We'll all have different answers probably. A single item. Oh, this is from. I'm, I don't know why I'm not reading anybody's name today. Uh, this one's from Zalto Tune on our Discord. A single item must be banished. Mario, Zelda, or Pokemon. This is just going to be a generational thing for me. I'll,
2: I'll say Pokemon yeah. just because I Mario and Zelda. That those are those are some beloved
1: franchises for me. Heather, you'd probably say the same. No. Oh. Interesting. Because I know what I, I would say. Goodbye,
0: Mario. Holy shit. I'm shocked. Goodbye, Mario. Two two things to factor in. One, I was a Sega kid. That's so, true.
1: You're right. Fair.
0: Like, if, if it was like between Sonic and Mario, I'd choose Sonic. So why if it was Mario and these other two? Um, I'd rather play Breath of the Wild 2 than whatever Mario game is next. And I think Pokemon, it's got my boy Trubbish. <laughs> I can't say goodbye to Trubbish. No. Trubbish is, in in this office, Trubbish is represented. I have a big old Trubbish pillow. I don't have any fucking Mario shit in this wow. room. No. Bye-bye, Mario. Bye-bye, all of Mario. Well,
1: all of it. <laughs> And, of course, my answer is I'm keeping Mario and I'm keeping Pokemon. Bye-bye, Zelda. Woof. I know. It's tough to say because I loved Breath of the Wild, but I don't know if the experience of Breath of the Wild is enough for me to say goodbye to one of the other ones. I love the Pokemon games, and I love Mario games. Wow. I've played them just more hours-wise.
0: I'm gonna go so far as to say you could get rid of all the rest of Zelda, other than Breath of the Wild and Wind Waker, uh-huh. and I'd still I'd still choose Zelda over Mario.
2: Wow, that's wild. That's a I I like that we all have different answers. Me too. You ca if you if you did a Venn diagram of the three of us, the the intersecting middle would just be a void,
0: <laughs> yeah. and, it, it
1: be, <laughs> and that's why the show works. And you know, that's why the show,
2: you works.
0: know, what goes in that void is Sonic frontiers. One of the best. <laughs> no, <laughs> hell
1: yeah,
2: <No. laughs>
0: Let's
2: fucking go. Uh, Hey, great questions. Thanks for sending them in. That's this week's get played links to our discord, Twitch and social media. are in the episode description, our engineering is by Jordan Duffy, Jordan K Duffy on Instagram. Thanks Jordan. And check out our premium show. Get animated. Heather, where are we this week? Actually, I, I may need to uh, too.
1: So, um, yeah, good question. Um, as of this episode airing, we'll be dropping the Evangelion um, mail bag, and then right. Junji Ito, and then getting into Blue Lock. Got it. So we're doing.
2: So we're doing th- this week. We've got an Evangelion mail ba- mailbag talking about the series, talking about all the rebuilds. Uh, next week, we're talking about Junji Ito Maniac which is on Netflix, and then after that, we'll be getting into our mini series on Blue Lock.
0: Ito's Maniac is an episode we recorded the day before it was announced for Fortnite.
1: Yes.
2: yes. So,
0: I think I'm dead.
2: <laughs> uh, well, if you see a giant balloon of your own head with a noose dangling from it, just be careful. I give it a
0: big kiss. Oh, no!
2: <laughs> oh, no, no, Heather, No! <laughs> Uh, get animated, you can check it out on stitcher premium or at patreon.com/ get played guys
1: great episode today
0: great episode we did Had it. a
1: lot of fun we did it no one got played
0: Surprise.